We were talking earlier today, Francis, about trying to run a mall with 2.5 tenants. It's just not realistic. Similarly, where do cell tower companies go for revenue when really at this point they only have about 2.5 tenants per tower on average? That is a question I'm asked a lot. Um, I happen to have been an early investor in one of the top cell tower companies in the world. And um, this is a big concern of mine and, of course, of theirs and just about everyone else. The most interesting thing about cell towers is that they introduced a financial innovation at a critical point in the debt crisis of the world's communication service providers. About 25 years ago, most of these communication service providers wanted to get into big wireless investments that needed a lot of cell towers. They didn't have the capital budget to afford it. Their balance sheets were crippled, but they're desperate for growth. So in came the cell towers with a structure, which is a shared asset. Think of a cell tower as no different from an office tower. Office tower rents floors, rents space. Cell towers rented antenna space. Simple as that. And that allowed the, uh, these uh, communication service providers to move a major item off their balance sheets and into their operating, uh, operating expenses and their profit and loss. So that shifted or delayed uh, much of the pain for some time and allowed those companies about another 25 years of, uh, well, maybe 20 years of growth because the growth started to fall about five years ago. But now, and it was done podcasts on this in the past, uh, the pressure on them to break up is big. So if you're in the cell tower business, all of a sudden your main tenants are under massive financial pressure. And like anyone who owns a modern mall, uh, it's not fun to have most of your uh, major tenants under massive financial pressure. That's not good. And it's been killing the malls. So what about cell towers? Well, it's very, very interesting. Uh, we have done a podcast on uh, Microsoft and its five A's and how it wants to scale its Azure marketplace. We've also done a podcast on the new transaction space, uh, which I point out is on the other side of Wi-Fi. So you've got this fantastically... Uh, scaling new transaction space. And the podcast on that talks about how that will work. And cell towers in the middle. Now, the cell tower owners, many of them have already invested in fiber backhaul, and they rent it out in the same manner. They rent out uh, uh, space on the fiber backhaul the same way they rent out a tower space to tenants. Well, it makes complete sense to think of all spectrum, licensed, unlicensed, low power TV, TV white space, CBRS, there's all the kinds of different spaces out there as being frequency that could be also bought uh, by the cell tower owners and treated the same way it treats its fiber. So, the, the new fiber back, uh, spectrum is the new fiber backhaul for them. And you've also got a second possible vector for this business of, of renting out uh, spectrum, which is frequency in the sense of time or number of, uh, if you like, units of use. Because in the new transaction space, 
not everything needs to be connected all the time. And some devices and uh, some transactions will need only small amounts of time, but maybe at large or small spectra, we don't know. And it makes sense for the cell tower people to scale into that space, especially since the amount of money in it, and we've talked in past podcasts about how that space is a $4.2 trillion ecosystem. The amount of money in that space is great that when you plug a Microsoft uh, uh, Microsoft Azure Marketplace into it, the amount of money from Microsoft is eye-watering. You plug an Apple into it, eye-watering. You plug uh, Google into it, Netflix, Disney, all these companies will scale. And one of the things that we've learned about the new transaction space is that it's so big, so powerful, and so much money that many, many, many companies will become platforms by uh, entering that space. We did a podcast oh, not quite a year ago on Ubiquitous Energy's solar windows, perfect example of what could happen in that space. So the tower companies, I think, are in a position to scale fabulously uh, in the new transaction space and to minimize the risk of their existing tenants going under. Uh, like you know, Sprint is a great example, just disappeared. And, uh, you know, how many towers, how many antennas will Sprint need now it's disappeared into uh, T-Mobile? You know, these are big questions. So I think scaling towers is going to be an indicator, uh, an indicator, it's an area in the mine shaft uh, for how the new transaction space will grow and scale. I think the big elephant in the room is... um you know, are these potential tenants like Microsoft or Amazon or Apple uh, willing and preparing to pay for this? And if so, uh, what's that payment structure going to be like? You asked one of the most complicated questions in the business. I don't think anyone knows the answer to that yet. Um, the fact is that so far, your your Microsofts and others have resisted the kind of rental payments that this would take. Uh, they have resisted it. You know, there are hundreds of thousands of cell towers in the United States alone. I think a quarter million, something like that. Well, renting space on each of them, it, it's something they're going to resist. At the same time, however, the sheer size of marketplace they can ex- access means they're going to have to think up something. Uh, I think the pressure on them is so great, they are going to have to approach the tower people with a proposal. They're going to have to say, look, you've got this fabulous footprint. Uh, We need it. Uh, You've got the backhaul. You've got the spectrum, and you can allocate and manage it for us. Uh, We need access to these people on the other side of Wi-Fi. We need direct access. And um, I think they're going to have to invent something because this is classic case where the money on the other side of the hill is so great You've got to figure a way of getting over that hill. Indeed. For more on scaling your own business, visit us at future-creators.com or follow Francis on LinkedIn, Francis McInerney. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.